0: listeners, and welcome to the NK News podcast. I'm your host, Jacko Zwetslut, and today is Wednesday, the 3rd of February 2021, and I'm joined in the studio by a very special guest, Professor chan Park of the Pyongyang University of Science and Technology. We'll be talking a lot about that school today. Before I do, I'd like to remind you all please to subscribe to the podcast and to go to nknews.org and consider buying a subscription to that website where you'll find the most excellent journalism about North Korea available in the English speaking world, maybe even in the Korean speaking world too. Uh, and also, do remember to leave a review about this podcast wherever you pick up your podcast from. Thank you very much. Now, to introduce my guest more uh, formally, my guest today is Professor Chanmo Park. Since 2010, he has been Chancellor of the Pyongyang University of Science and Technology, or PUST, and is also the Professor Emeritus at Pohang University of Science and Technology, also known as POSTECH, where he also served as President from 2003 to 2007. Welcome on the show, Professor Park. Thank you for coming.
1: Thank you for inviting me.
0: So let's talk a little bit about your life first and then get into Pust. Uh Briefly, could you tell our listeners what your own academic and work background is?
1: I used to be a chemical engineer, but I turned to a computer scientist. I used to like mathematics from elementary school. In Gyeonggi High School, there was no math club. So ah. when I was a junior, I initiated to create a Math, mathematics club in high school, and my you know teachers at the high school thought I would go to Department of Mathematics of Seoul National University. Yeah, but that time in 1954 after Korean War, yep. going to Mathematics Department would have very dif- difficult to find a job except teacher or you know professor and. Korea really needed some engineers so i went to department of chemical engineering then after i graduated in 1958 that time Seung-Man lee president of south korea allowed you know, people who served one year could go to abroad and i went to the university of maryland college park to major chemical engineering since It was uh, February of 1960. It's the second semester. So I thought uh, taking math course would be much easier for me. So I enrolled the Mathematics for Chemical Engineers graduate course. At that time, University of Maryland did not have any computer science department. And the faculty members at the engineering school, they really wanted to learn about the computer. So they invited Dr. Roberts, who was the chief of the mathematics division of NOL, which is a Naval Ordinary Laboratory, which is close to the University of Maryland, in the fall semester of 1960. But, of course, professor, they did not want to pay tuition. So... Each professor should bring one graduate student uh, to, you know, come to that class. So Gomez Prada asked me whether I would take that computer course. So my major was still chemical engineering, but really what I did was application of computers to solve engineering problems. So my master's and PhD uh, dissertation, they are all numerically solved. I said, mathematical model, then uh, verify that on with, uh, you know, the experiment. Then in 1967, University of Maryland established the computer science department. And after I got my PhD, I became assistant professor of computer science uh-huh. of University of and Since then, uh, I've been working with computers all my life.
0: It's an incredible history. I mean, you—you you must have been one of the uh, the first uh, Koreans to specialize in in computer science. Yes, one of the. Yeah. yeah. So, and then late, much later on, of course, you uh, you came back uh, to Korea, worked at POSTECH.
1: Before I came to POSTECH in 1973, uh, Korea established KAIST. So I came in 1973 to become associate professor of KAIST, and I was teaching and doing research. Then after three years, I went to Georgetown University Medical Center, where National Biomedical Research Foundation was affiliated. Then in 1979, the Catholic University of America in Washington D.C. They wanted to establish Department of Computer Science, mm-hmm. so they invited me to establish that Computer Science Department. So I moved to the Catholic University of America for and worked um, as Chairman of the Computer Science and for ten years, tenured professor. Right. Then in nineteen eighty-six, post was established. But I joined the POSTECH 1989.
0: Mm. Now, I'm going to fast forward a little bit here and, and go. So uh, how then, I mean, clearly as our listeners can guess, you've had a very important role in the development of science and technology in Korea uh, at KAIS and, and then at POSTECH. Uh, it's an important role. And so how were you uh, recruited to work with the Pyongyang University of Science and Technology? Oh. How did you get involved in that project?
1: Pyongyang University of Science and Technology initially the proposal uh was you know made in February of uh, 2001 mm. actually DPRK government Kim Jong Il asked uh Kim Jin-kyung Dr. James Jin-kyung Kim who was uh, founding president of uh, UST Yangyang University, University of, of Science, Science and Technology. Technology they found out uh, UST was very successful uh, DPRK asked Kim Jin-kyung to establish a similar university in Pyongyang. Originally, the school was Pyongyang University of Information Science and Technology rather than just science and technology. So they want the IT university. Right. Since my major field is IT, and I've been doing research of North Korean IT since 1990 ah. after I joined the postdoc. Kim Jin-kyung asked me to look at his proposal. That time, I was in Yambian to attend international conference. It was uh, just good timing. When I looked at his proposal, really, whoever wrote the proposal, they didn't know the the, uh, status of North Korean IT. So I revised it a little bit, and eventually, it was approved by North Korea. Then 2005, uh, he asked me, President Kim Jong-un asked me to uh, become co-chairman of a founding committee, mm. of PUST. Since then, um, I got really involved. Then after I retired from uh, POSTECH, PUST opened in 2009 and students came in 2010. So I designed all of my job in south korea and went to north korea as a chancellor but also teaching courses every semester so that time i was staying six months every year yeah. spring time three months and fall time three months that's how i got involved with the Pust.
0: So Pust was uh, was opened in 2009. The first cohort of students came the next year in, right. in 2010. Uh, what were at at the time of foundation? Uh, what were the aims and the vision of Pust?
1: Well, really, DPRK wanted to make uh, Pust the best university in the world. Wow. <laughs> of course, it's impossible.
0: Ambitious, right?
1: So I said, uh, before become, you know top university it should be become global university, yes, let the you know, no western countries know, so the first uh, you know aim I established was a global university beyond imagination, and uh, uh, because of that um, I initiated the international conference beginning two thousand eleven and was uh, being held every other year, except ni- 2017 when uh, U.S. State Department the U.S. citizens going. So the fourth one was uh, in 2019. But anyway, the mission as of now is excellence in education. It's like other uh, university. Sure. And uh, uh, innovative in research, which... Uh, is a little bit difficult to in the under the circumstances.
0: Well, well let's uh, drill down a little bit. What is the role of Christianity in the establishment and the running of Pust?
1: When Pust was established, it was signed by North Korea, the education, you know, the Ministry of Education. Now it's called the Education Commission, mm-hmm. which is a higher level, and with the uh, NAFEC, that's Northeast Asia. Foundation for Economy, the Education and the Culture.
0: Is that a, a, an American organization? No, no, no. That's Korea, a North Korean Oh, that's a South Korean organization. Yeah,
1: so chairman of the board of trustees of NAFE was uh, Reverend Kwakse Ni. He is, uh, was pastor of Somang Church. So, uh, and Somang Kim church, is it? Or am I yeah, wrong? Kim yeah, bak was uh, also member of uh, that Somang right. church. So Man Church was uh, helping with the donations from Christians mm-hmm. to build a building. I think they spent about forty million dollars. That's a lot of money for the in- initial, uh, you know, uh, building of about seventeen buildings mm-hmm. at first, because uh, church helped uh, they helped the building. Kim jong kyung from the beginning, wanted to make PUST, like used to, which is a Christian-based university. Uh, I think he made a deal with the DPRK. We'll be hiring many Christians as professors. Also, students should be able to use the Internet, mm-hmm. which you see, uh, only, only university students can have a worldwide Internet. Right. All other universities they use intranet. Intranet. Right.
0: Was it difficult to get the agreement of the government of the DPRK to have a Christian organization run the only private university in North Korea?
1: They initiated, they asked Kim Jong-il to yeah. establish And Kim Jong-il needed, you know, some university which will teach very qualified education to their students without sending them to abroad because sending to... Abroad is very difficult for them. Yeah. So even though they knew uh, it will be Christian based, they had to admit that one. And uh, matter of fact, see all the professors at the and staff members, they are working voluntarily without a salary. Right. And uh, only Christians, not only Christians, but you know, mainly, yeah, mainly Christians, they will do that service. As with the Christian mind, for example, in IT field, U.S. there are so many U.S. professors who are Christians, and they come without being paid yeah. salary. But in other countries, they would earn a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: just the uh, I mean, I'm guessing there must be some, or there probably are some restrictions on. Uh, the expression of Christianity at Pust, right? The, the right. North Korean government probably does not allow chapel services, does not allow any evangelism or, or handing out of Bibles to students. What what are the uh, what kind of agreement was reached with the
1: North Korean? Well, government? the fourteen uh, professors and the seven members, we have Sunday service every Sunday worship service, and uh, Monday through Friday, we have early morning prayers and Bible study. That was agreed, permitted. But we cannot invite any North Korean you know, professors or students yeah. to the service, except like Thanksgiving Day when we have a party, they are invited and they come join. But as you <laughs> have to kind of we eat. To enjoy a meal. Yeah, right, Right. A meal. But very interesting thing is when there's drought, you know, some of the uh, minders they are asking us, why don't you pray to have rain?
0: Ah, pray for rain. <laughs> right. Yes.
1: Even so, it's like a joke, yeah. but I drink with the minders Whenever we go to like a trip to Kumgangsan, yeah. in the evening time, I go to their table, you know, I buy all the liquor for them right. and drink with them. And the uh, minders are uh, used to saying that Bibles Bible never said n- not to drink, just uh, not to be drunk. Not to be drunk. <laughs> now,
0: is it necessary for uh, the lecturers and professors at Poos to be Christian,
1: or is that just... Not necessary, but... Uh, we prefer distance right
0: uh, when people hear about there's a, a university of science and technology in Pyongyang and um the chancellor is uh one of the pioneers of computer science in Korea uh and North Korea uh is sometimes involved in um hacking and computer crime, they they might be thinking, what are they teaching at POOST? Are they teaching North Koreans how to hack and break into computer networks? I'm sure you get that question all the time.
1: Right. Absolutely no. Okay. Because uh, they are uh, teaching hacking to the very young children.
0: So when you meet them, they're already hackers.
1: Well, not all of them are (laughs) hackers, but they have ability of hacking. Okay. And uh, since many U.S. citizens, we are, if we violate the sanctions yes. or rules, will be arrested. So because U.S. government, uh, they know what's going on. At first, matter of fact, I've been going to State Department about twice every year mm-hmm. to brief about uh, Post uh-huh. and uh, our curriculum is in internet. If you say push dot C O, yep. you can, you know, see the old list of courses. We are not teaching anything related to military weapons or cyber attacks so on okay uh nuclear physics no no nuclear physics mm-hmm. okay
0: all right and so nothing that would be in breach of uh united nations or united states uh, sanctions, sanctions right. on on north korea so you're, you're teaching what general science courses oh general yeah, computer of course. courses? yeah
1: mostly something practical com- like uh, computer graphics and uh, my, I have been teaching computer graphics and virtual reality. Virtual reality, okay. Yeah, but virtual reality in the use of medicine yeah. and education uh-huh. and animation. Because uh, North Korea is uh, very strong in software and doing animation. Yeah. So, you know, practical thing which will help them boost their economy. Because, uh, see, I was in Germany since... Uh, uh, August of 1985 to August of 1986, I found out uh, North, uh, no, East Germany and West Germany, So scientists were cooperating, you know, very well. What you know, the Korea, not like Germany, but eventually, the unification, I hope, will hmm. come. But the, what I think is, uh, it shouldn't come very soon because it comes too soon. North Korea is not ready for unification. Mm. The gap is too much. So, uh-huh. what we are trying to is narrow the gap before unification. Right. So that unification costs will be reduced, so on. And, and PUST is part
0: of that project. Right. Right. So,
1: PUST is a kind of a bridge, you know, the role uh, yep. between Western countries. And DPRK.
0: How many students can enroll each year?
1: We used to have just one hundred undergraduate students each year uh, before medical school was uh, established. Uh-huh. Now, with medical school, we have about one hundred twenty uh, the undergraduate students, yeah. and about uh, fifty graduate students. Now, uh, most of the graduate students come these days from. Post undergraduate.
0: So, so you teach a full four-year undergraduate program.
1: Well, matter of fact, uh, undergraduate is uh, five years. Ah, five years. Why one year for undergraduate is uh, strictly for English. For one year they yep. learn English. Yep. Then they take subject courses which are all taught in English. Right. And uh, graduate student at the beginning, all the graduate students were from. Other universities like Kim Il Kim Chai, they were learning six months mm-hmm. uh, English. But these days, if they come from post, they don't have to take uh, English courses. Right,
0: they can go straight into yeah yeah into the graduate school. Uh, what's the graduation rate of, of students in the undergraduate program? Well,
1: most of the students they graduate, so almost one hundred percent. But I saw some student they failed to graduate because of the health problem.
0: Oh, what kind of health problems?
1: Health problem is uh, because they work so hard. I never saw students working that hard.
0: At their schoolwork or are they doing farm work or or some sort of labor?
1: schoolwork. And uh, also on Saturdays, they have to take uh, social sciences, which are taught by North Korean. So one time I... Talked to you know head of the uh, foreign affairs mm-hmm. of post. Look, they already learned all the social science like a churchism. You know, when they were very young, they are so busy doing major courses. Is it possible for them to be you know exempted from mm. taking those social science? You know what he asked me? Why do you go to church every Sunday? There it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I,
0: I, I, from from uh, what I gather, it's a kind of a, an ideological reinforcement each week. Right. It's a bit like their version of church, right. that, that their juche comes every week. Right. Uh, and, and, yeah, they may become... I think you know we we see this recently in the um, uh, the North Korea uh, the Workers Party conference where they or the Congress where they talked about the um, the danger of foreign influences right, right. the corruption of of uh, right, foreign right. culture and I think that they they may need that weekly uh, reinforcement right. to prevent them from being corrupted by your brand of Christianity
1: <laughs> maybe so maybe
0: now um, how how do uh, Students before they come to Poost, how do they hear about Poost? How do people know that it exists? Because it's not a, it's a privately run university. It's not a Korean government university. So I guess it's probably not in the list of famous universities in North Korea. How do they know about it?
1: Well, very interesting question. Once every two months, we go to Bongsu Church or you know Chilgol Church. Yes, uh, in Pyongyang.
0: And one time, it- these are the two officially permitted churches. Yeah. Built in the 1990s by right. the,
1: yeah. And uh, after the worship service, uh, we mingled with North Korean. Then they were asking, if you go to first, you can eat as much as you want. Ah. Well, is it true? So I thought, oh, yes, it's a buffet style. Huh. So you can, you know, take uh, as much as you want. Matter mm. of fact, at the beginning, they were taking too much. They couldn't finish. Right. Then, uh, they had to throw away, yeah. and uh, some North Korean student they were monitoring that And if a student bring too much, these days uh, they know. Yeah. The buffet style is you can go. Go back again. Yeah. 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 So these, a- these anyway. Yeah. Fuster became very famous because. Uh, in the first international conference in 2011, I invited well. I invited because he he was my friend, mm. Peter Agre, who was Nobel laureate working at the Johns Hopkins University as a keynote speaker.
0: And so uh, what his name again, Peter Agri, Agre, A G R E. Okay, P-
1: Peter Agre. Yep. Uh, he received the Nobel Prize in 2003. Wow. Many universities in Pyongyang, they were surprised to bring Nobel laureate as a keynote. Pust was only one year old. Yes, yes. Uh, in 2016, Kim Il-jong University was celebrating their 100th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Oh, 70s, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, right, from
0: 1946,
1: yeah. Right. And they invited the three Nobel laureates in science field. And uh, only three universities they went to lecture. Kim Il-sung University, Kim Chak University of Technology, so-called the MIT of North Korea, mm. and PUST. And PUST. And uh, students in their the, uh, gifted, gifted high school, they learn about the PUSD. If you go to PUSD, everything is uh, taught in English. Mm. There's a much better chance to go to abroad. Uh. Because students... Really like to go to abroad, yeah. And uh, these days, students are really wanting money.
0: <laughs> oh, yes. I want to go back to uh, the story you told. You, you would visit the uh, the Chilgol Church and the Bongsu Church, right? And people would ask you about: Is it possible to eat as much food as you like? At right. so it's a very practical consideration, right? right? Yes. But are there actually are there young people at these churches? My idea, my impression was that they were mainly. Full of only very very old people at Pongsu and chilgol churches so are now, they sending their grandchildren to your school is that how it works
1: well there are some uh in the choir you see mm-hmm. reasonably young you know choir members who are mostly measuring music and uh, many people think they are faked one but one time i met a deacon of Pong's uh, church who was whenever she prayed For the offering, she called Yonbo. Yonbo is, uh, in old days, we called the offering Yonbo. These Uh days, Honggum. So I was curious about that. Um, So, you know, I had a chance to see her alone. Yes. And I asked, you are saying Yonbo, that means uh, you are coming to church before 1945? Uh Oh, she said, yes. Right. She was a church member. So those people mm. are real Christians.
0: Have you seen any post students at any of these churches? Or have you seen any members of these churches become students at Pust?
1: I don't know. The, uh, in the church, I don't see our students because uh, they they are staying in dormitory on yes. <laughs> Sundays.
0: Right, okay. Uh, now, are you able to follow the career of post-graduates? Do you know what kind of jobs post-graduates have gone on to do? Mm,
1: that's a very good question. Mm. We, are, you know, we are hearing that all oh, post-students are all working in the military after graduation. Mm. That is not true. However, there is no official statistics about uh, you know, their careers. For the undergraduate as i said about 35% or 40 to 40%, or 40% or they move to graduate school the remaining of them go to university to work or academy or research organizations and some go to business for example one of my advisee who was an under, undergraduate as an ortho advisor. Hmm. He was so smart and so good. So I asked him to come to graduate school to uh, do master course under me. Yeah. He said, no, 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 I want to earn money. So he went to communication company. Yeah. Now he's working in Malaysia. Malaysia. Right. With funny people. The f- 20 or 20 people.
0: Right. Like, working under him.
1: Under him. Uh, recently, I received a letter from China uh, who was a graduate of uh, Pust. Matter of fact, he was a son of our Pust, first DPRK president. Uh, he's doing some uh, business with a German company. So he needed some, my help. So... Huh. You know, some of the post graduates, uh, since they are fluent in English, yep. they are easily getting jobs in foreign countries.
0: Both of these men who you just mentioned, uh, they are still uh, loyal DPRK citizens? Yes. Have any post graduates left the DPRK forever, as far as you know? <laughs> if there is someone, I wouldn't know. <laughs>
1: Mm, mm okay it should be very secret
0: right right i guess so yeah yeah now in south korea um alumni networks right are very strong uh you probably know still some children who you went to kyonggi high school with what well, right we have a homecoming
1: ago. very strange thing is in north korea there's no homecoming
0: Oh, okay. Well, what? A, but do Kim Il Sung University and Kim Chek University do they have networks of alumni? Uh... Uh,
1: they must have. Uh, uh, they are the ones who boast with badge. Yes, like Kim Il Sung University. Ah, they have a badge. Okay, right. Uh, not all the universities have badge.
0: Right, but at the moment, uh, POOS doesn't have a, a reunion culture or a, a, an alumni. We
1: we tried to yeah have a homecoming. Mm. But uh, the see, we have two presidents. Yes. North Korean president and uh, the foreign president. Right. North Korean president says, "No other university has that kind of a system, mm-hmm. so we cannot do it." Uh
0: huh. But you, do you believe him?
1: Oh uh, yeah. Uh, the I think uh, Kim Il University, what Kim Jong Un. See, I have been working with uh, so many yeah. Kim Tech and Kim Il Sung uh, University graduates. Right. Uh, when I was doing joint research with the uh, Pyongyang Informatics Center mm-hmm. from 2001 to 2007, right? Yes. Uh, and uh, uh, they uh, sometimes I ask, "You have a, you must have many, you know, close friends, right?" Well, it's very difficult to even to see them after mm. graduation. Oh. so
0: okay. Um, now, since 2017, um, right. when there were multiple levels of international sanctions put in place on the DPK, it became very difficult to do any kind of activity in North Korea that required foreign inputs of cash or other resources. And Americans, you're an American citizen, cannot even travel uh, to North Korea right. without special permission. How has Poost managed to survive during that time? God's help. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's the only thing I can do. And also, these days, it's even worse because they blocked the border.
0: Right, because of the COVID-19. Right. Yeah. So so nobody can
1: go there. No foreigners can go there. Well, what's happening at Pust? The teaching, we are doing remotely. So, matter of fact, because of a remote teaching yeah. using Skype yes. or pre-recorded uh, lectures, uh, but the money somehow... I checked with NAFAC, which is responsible with funding. They said, well, still there is a way, but we cannot send as much as normal case. Right. Because we have to feed students, ah. staff, faculty. That's fed by post money. Right. Right. So about these days, about half of the money, so they must be, eating very poor food. Uh,
0: No more buffet style, I suppose.
1: Right, so I think the, you know, prohibiting uh, travel ban Mm -hmm. for U.S. citizens, that was a big mistake by U.S. government. Because uh, when we go there, it's really trying to make North Korea globalized. Mm -hmm. We influence them, and uh, you know
0: but but that travel ban that was a a, re- a reaction to a response to the death of Otto right. Warmbier right i know um who who also was an american citizen and i believe that throughout that the last 10 years a couple of Pust people also got into difficulties with oh, the north korean government
1: two of the faculty members of a were arrested uh-huh. uh one is professor one is uh, not the professor but uh, kind of assistant to the professor but they were released when you know Pompey went to I think if you follow their rule there is no you know danger of being arrested that's what I when I was interviewed by the MBC mm-hmm. in Vladivostok in 2018 the reporter was asking you know what do you think about uh Travel ban. I said, Well, it's uh, because of the safety of uh, us. Then he asked, Do you, do you really feel danger in mm-hmm. North Korea? So I said, I've been going there since 2000 mm. for 17 years. Yeah. I never felt any danger because I was abiding with their the rules. As long as you do what you were supposed to do, you know, so your visa specifies, right? Those, those two people who were arrested, I think somebody was saying they did something which is not, you know, the job of a post. That's why they were not arrested inside the post, uh-huh. but one in airport, one in street. Railroad station. Ah,
0: so you're saying that they were arrested because of some activities, activities which were not related to teaching at the school. Right. Um, now, you you make the point that you are uh, you you follow the rules that the North Korean government sets, and you think that as long as you follow the North Korean government's rules, you're not in any danger. But sometimes uh, the North Korean government. Fear, you know, Decides that oh, that person is a spy for America, and you know you you yourself said that you uh, have debriefed the State Department uh, twice, right, right. twice each year. What if the North Korean government decides that you're an agent?
1: Well, they know I'm going to State Department because you, you tell I them. tell them. Uh huh. Okay. So uh, I'm Does, very transparent. Yes. Also, because uh, somehow they find out.
0: Um. Hey, is it fair to say, uh, Professor Park, that uh, PUS students are all members of the elite in in the DPRK?
1: That's what many people think that way because uh, PUS student uh, graduates of the gifted, you know, high school. Right. And gifted high school is normally uh, very difficult to, to get in. Yeah. The uh, there are many the uh, children of uh, elite, but. Not all of them. For example, my first advisees with the masters, mm-hmm. uh, I you know I advised three students. One, his father was a worker labor at the power plant, which is not really elite. Uh, second one, his father worked as a high school math teacher. Third one, his father was a professor at the Kim Il Sung University. Ah, yeah, he is elite. Right. So matter of fact. This guy, after he got master's, he went to Kim Il-sung University to teach there, yep. computer science. So some of them, but we are, uh, the the selection of student is uh, not responsibility of foreign professors. Ah. It's strictly done by domestic, you know, the uh, president and the committee. They do not re- accept students based on their family background. They have to be good in the qualified in English yeah. and the subject area. You know why? No. Because of foreign professors, they are very strict in giving <laughs> grade. Right. Now, in
0: 2011, uh, Korean-American author Suki Kim right. spent a semester teaching at POOST, uh, in October 2014, she published a book about her experiences called Without You, There Is No Us, My Time with the Sons of North Korea's Elite. How did the publication of her book affect POOST and the students?
1: Well, students, they do not know mm. much, but the uh, POOST. See, one day, the North Korean co-president called us, me, Kim Jong. Young. And he was so upset because the uh, Education Commission was telling about uh, this fact, she will be... It, it was before she published it, uh, but, you know, in March, uh, there, there was, uh, before publication, yeah. there is, uh, what do they call... An extract yeah, of extract, the book. Yeah, right. Kim jin Young really tried very hard, even visited her, not to publish it alone, but she was so stubborn. Mm-hmm. She did. So, you know, the I we explained to North Korean co-president, we tried our best, but the big mistake we made was we didn't get signature, her signature, ah. when she was hired. She, you made a
0: kind of a non-disclosure agreement or a, right. a, a, an agreement not to publish?
1: We call... Terms and, uh, uh, what do you call Terms and uh, conditions. Conditions, yeah. right. For, you know, serving. Working at first, mm. And uh, it was in 2011, yeah. just uh, one year after our student came in. Right. And she made a big mistake. Not big mistake, so maybe. At that time, our university was uh, very young. Not all the factors. Uh, same as these days. Mm. For example, internet was not working that time. I see. And she mentioned that I had to buy the book to read. Yeah. She said on one page, there are no science and technology professors. Mm. Even though so, firstly is a science and technology university, no science and technology courses are taught. Right. But that time, only English were being taught. Right. Because… Uh,
0: it was the first year?
1: Yeah, first year. The, I went to Kumgang Mountain with her, too. And uh, the number of scientists, uh, there were about 15 in the group, in our group. About uh, seven of them were scientists, including me. Mm. <laughs> so, you know, she really wanted to write for the purpose of getting some award or something like that. Anyway, eventually, many people found out the fact she wrote was much different mm-hmm. from later situation because uh, she was too early uh, to know about the uh, real Puse. Mm. Uh, I don't think it did not affect much. What
0: uh, does Puse hope to do in the next five to ten years? Well, what, what do you hope for Puse in the next five to ten years?
1: First thing I want is uh, U.S. citizens be able to go back. Ah, yes, and uh, we have to enhance graduate program because we never produce any PhD yet mm. because of a travel ban. See, one of my students, uh, Hyunjin Young, who's father was a worker in the power plant. Uh, he was my first PhD student, but he couldn't finish because uh, I couldn't go beginning 2017. I feel so sorry about him. So... We have to enhance graduate program so that we can produce many PhDs, A- and also what we want is we have to recruit professors with uh, engaged in research activities mm. because uh, we are not paying professors. It's very difficult yeah. to recruit you know, uh, professors who are engaged in research. Because if you are doing research, you need a lot of money. Yeah. And in normal university, there is a research fund. Telling the truth, when President Kim Jong kyung established the company, he never, in the budget, there is no research fund. Ah. <laughs> he thought, you know, uh, everything could be done by advisor. Yep. But I spent more than 10,000 to support my graduate student.
0: Of your own money?
1: All money. Yeah. But of course they say we can have a tax deduction, but it's not right.
0: much. No. So you'd like to see uh, more research and a, and a stronger graduate program right. to develop some PhDs. Mm-hmm. And, and the Americans to return. Right. Okay. Well, we, we wish you all the success with that. We, I, I, I want to thank you for uh, coming to the studio today and giving us the time to talk to us. It's such a fascinating topic. I feel like we could have you on five or ten times because you must have had so many amazing experiences there. Will yes. You, will you come back again and tell us more?
1: Well, I'll be
0: coming back in August. There you go. We can do it in au- We'll get you back in August, and That'll be wonderful. Thank you once again for coming on uh, the show there, Thank Professor Channel Thank you very Chang much. Mopal. It was my pleasure. Uh, listeners, that wraps up the podcast for today. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to nknews.org, and leave us some reviews of the podcast. Uh, our thanks, as always, go to uh, Chad O'Carroll and James Fretwell and also to our post-recording producer genius Arias Dare for putting it all together. Thanks, and listen again next time.